following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life. And I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. At the end of this show, we will have a pretty big announcement. Don't forget, later in the show, we have a huge announcement coming, so you're going to want to stick around for that. No question. It's announcement time. We bring you the big reveal. Going forward, we will be exclusively seen on our social media accounts. But if you want to hear this show in your car, you're going to have to download the podcast. We will bring you a lot more Main Street preps, Main Street coverage. And with that, we must brand ourselves Main Street Sports today. Let's do it. Welcome into... Main Street Sports today. I like the let's do it, bro. Sounds about right. <laughs> I don't know how many times I'm going to get that wrong today or this week. But Main Street Sports today coming to you from the Lee Company studio. Glad to have you with us here on Reaction Monday. Looking forward to it. Boy, do we have a great show lined up for you. We have Zach Wobble coming on to talk about some Sumner County sports, including number one ranked Beach Boys basketball. We've got Teresa Walker, who will join us to talk Titans and see how they are handling things up at uh, up in Nashville and getting ready for the Cincinnati Bengals. We will talk about the Bengals and how they got to the second round, the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and everyone else who happened to make their way to round number two. College hoops and much more coming your way. But before we do any of that, Mo, how are you doing? Just trying to stay warm. Trying to stay warm. That's always the easiest thing to do. These uh, easiest thing to do inside the house anyway. Well, yeah. Which is well, what we are doing. That's it. That's it. House. Staying in. Staying in. So. Nothing for me outside. <laughs> I didn't lose anything out there. Nope, not a thing. <laughs> if it's out there, I don't need it. So. I don't need it. No. Oh, man. Well, I'm looking forward to this show. We've, again, it's, it's a really good show coming to you. So uh, before we get to our top story of the day, why don't we go through some results from over the weekend, Mo, and get to today's schedule that, I, I mean, I don't know. What there's a lot going on nationally, but nothing here locally, and that's okay. But we'll get to the results from the weekend today's schedule on the rundown. 
This is The Rundown. Let's do it. The Monday Rundown is brought to you by Zion Christian Academy, providing a Christ-centered college prep education at an affordable cost. Call 931-388-5731 or visit zioneagles.org to schedule an appointment for a tour today. In high school basketball action over the weekend, Friday night boys games, Lincoln County defeated Lawrence County 71-68. It was Page 65, Spring Hill 35. Kalioka with a 55-47 win over visiting Hampshire. Loretto defeated Mount Pleasant 50-35, and it was Hillsboro 61, Summit 54. Independence down that Nolansville 8148 is Columbia Central 57 Raywood 54 Columbia Academy down Summertown 8473 on Saturday Columbia Central knocked off Spring Hill 50 to 38 and Columbia Academy down Lighthouse Christian of Antioch 89 to 50. In high school girls action over the weekend on Friday night Lawrence County edged Lincoln County 42-41. It was Page with a big 70-20 win over Spring Hill. Cullioca downing Hampshire 53-45. It was Loretto 95, Mount Pleasant 26, and Summit wins a low-scoring affair 36-33 over Hillsborough. Nolansville down Independence 59-46. Ravenwood uh, with a 72-61 win over Columbia Central, Summertown 68, Columbia Academy 45 on Saturday in the McDonald's shootout. It was Columbia Central 49, Spring Hill 42, Columbia Academy, a 68-37 winner over Lighthouse Christian. Fun fact, Columbia Academy's boys and girls hit 25 total threes in those two wins over Lighthouse Christian. <laughs> in, um, in high school wrestling over the weekend, Summit's boys and girls both went to the um, Franklin Admiral Invitational. Both finished fourth. Landon DeSalle won the 132-pound boys championship. Seven of his teammates collected medals. On the girls' side, the Lady Spartans with three finalists and Emma Stevenson with the 138-pound championship. NCAA women's basketball over the weekend. FIU defeats MTSU 56-54. It was Belmont down in Murray State 67-52. On Sunday, LSU with a 82-64 win over Vanderbilt. And number 5, Tennessee 84, number 19, Kentucky 58. In men's action, MTSU uh, uh, defeated FIU 50-39. It was Moorhead State a winner over Tennessee State. Murray State, 82. Belmont, 60. Kentucky, number 18, ranked Kentucky, 107. 22nd ranked Tennessee, 79. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Mississippi State, edged Alabama, 78-76. Vanderbilt, down Georgia, 73-66. In NBA action, the Grizzlies finally lose. The Mavericks get the best of Memphis, 112-85. And the Preds take a point in Boston, but lose in overtime, 4-3. Today's... High school wrestling action was supposed to have Summit at the Rossview Duels today. I get a feeling that didn't take place, but I don't know that conclusively. Uh, NCAA men's basketball action today. Right now, Tennessee Tech and Tennessee State are playing on ESPN+. Plus. At 6 o'clock this evening, it will be Belmont at Southern Illinois Edwardsville. Again, that's at 6 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. In NBA action, the Bulls are at the Grizzlies. That's a 2.30 tip here momentarily. That You can see it on TNT, or you can just watch us and catch that later. I don't know. NHL action tonight. The Preds are at St. Louis at the 7 p.m. puck drop on Valley Sports South. And, of course, NFL action tonight. 
ESPN ABC Monday Night Football at 7.15. It's the Cardinals at the Rams. And that's going to do it for your rundown. Mo, real quick, in our top story, uh, number five, Lady Vols, can stay number five, by the way, in the AP poll uh, that just released earlier today. They absolutely dismantled uh, number 19, Kentucky, getting a little revenge uh, for the men's team in the <laughs> We Back, Back Pat Week, uh, downing the Lady Cats 84-58 at Thompson Bowling Arena on Sunday. I don't know that that was necessarily the intent, but it did kind of work out that way, I guess. Um, we appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Rick Barnes will take any help he can get right now. It probably would. I wonder if Ray Burrell can help him out any. So, um, yeah, I was I was impressed. I mean, um, it always gets my attention when Ryan Howard comes back to Thompson Bowling Arena because that's where she should have been anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, they um, – they did a good job working around her. I don't. I don't know what she finished with in that ball game, but um, she wasn't nearly as troublesome as Kentucky would have hoped. And um, that's that's a big win again. Kentucky um, ranked nineteen coming in, and UT's only loss remains that Stanford game from a few weeks back. So definitely on a roll right now, playing some good basketball. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, and Ray Burrell being back and everything kind of looking up for the Lady Vols, their SEC play, of course, you've got a tough schedule. I mean, LSU with a big win over Vanderbilt this weekend, and, of course, South Carolina is always fan- fantastic. It's 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 going to be a tough road through SEC play to the SEC tournament, but uh, Lady Vols looking good at this point and uh, really excited about the rest of their season. I think you have to be encouraged by the fact that um, Tennessee was able to do what they did yesterday without Tamari Key for a Absolutely. large portion of the game. She sustained what turned out to be an ankle injury, but what was thought at the time to be a knee injury and and um, was feared to be pretty significant. But um, really balanced yesterday, the Vols were scoring 84 points, but nobody scored more than 14 that's, uh, that's what you like to see. Tamara Key is, is apparently day-to-day, according to Kelly Harper. So that's phenomenal news as well. Absolutely. Um, had six rebounds and six points in her 13 minutes before she left the game. So you, she was um, getting ready to have a big day in addition to, you know, Burrell and Key and Gree coming off the green, coming off the bench with, with 14 each. But, yeah. Um, oh, two, four, six, eight. Ten different players scored for UT in that win. Hey, balance is key. Yeah. A nice balanced diet, especially uh, in the SEC play because you don't want to give anyone uh, the ability to take away one player and, and beat you. So, huge for Kelly Harper. Big win and looking forward to, again, the rest of their season. Let's get to some high school hoops. On the other side of the break, we talk to Zach Womble and talk about the number one ranked Beach Buccaneers, as well as some other teams in his area, and a big game that he saw over the weekend. So stick around. Zach Womble coming up on Main Street Sports Today right after this. 
orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Festop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fastop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Southern Mid- uh, See, I did it. Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. I'm trying to get my uh, my Twitter up here because I want to make sure that I get as much love for Zach Womble as possible. Oh, that's just no good. Anyway, oh well, it is what it is. Mo. The Associated Press Top 10 was released uh, just recently, and the uh, let's just say this. AP polls are incredibly subjective. Voters are there. I, I don't even know. I don't know exactly how to say. Most of them don't have any idea about the rest of the the state other than what they cover. So it's really hard to to vote in a poll like that, especially in a state where you've, you know, one city is closer to Canada than it is another city in the state. I mean, there so, are some there are some very and, and I mean, I, this is the only state that I've lived in 
it's the only state that I have voted on a high school sports poll in, but I just know the geographics of this state really work against something of this magnitude. Uh, it's it's tough, like you said. I mean, it's tough for folks in Johnson City to know what's going on in Memphis. And honestly, when you're working the way high school sports writers are, it, it's a little tough to care. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, hopefully you are, you know, at least doing some networking with some other folks and that kind of thing to, to kind of have an idea. But, you know, last week, it, it's clear that Beach is the number one team in the state right now. No, no question there. And, um, and like you said, we're going to talk to Zach here in just a second about that. But last week's poll in 4A, Columbia Central was basically 11th in the top 10. They, were, um, rec- they received 28 points in the balloting which put them one point behind 10th-ranked Green Hill at number 10. Columbia Central wins three games last week. They defeat Overton. They defeat a good Ravenwood team at Ravenwood, and they defeat Spring Hill and lost points because this week the only team receiving 12 or more points was Science Hill, and they got 16. So after going 3-0 and and getting to, what, 15-2, and I think, on the year now, um, Columbia Central, nowhere to be seen in the 4A rankings. I mean, not even in the receiving votes. And I don't know that I expected them to crack it necessarily, but certainly would, have, would not have expected them to lose points after going 3-0. and So well, who am I and what do I know? Here's the thing. Green Hill lost – points as well they only got 19 this week instead of the 28 that they received last week so i'm not sure how that particular also somebody didn't vote because they only had 12 first place votes that means at least one person didn't vote that voted last week were there 13 last week there were 13 last week so that could have to have something to do with it uh so uh who knows it's interesting it it certainly is yeah yeah but i I, um i just thought that was a little intriguing, I guess. There you go. Um, Mo, let's uh, let's let's bring in our esteemed colleague from Sumner County. Oh, you put a picture. You put my video up there. I was expecting somebody else. How are you guys doing uh, today? Yeah, I said esteemed. I'm sorry. Yeah. I threw threw you off with esteemed. That's my bad. That's my bad. Our yeah. colleague. From, yeah. from up north. Uh, Zach Womble joins us now. Zach, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Just uh, enjoying the day. Kind of feel like we're getting back to normal a little bit over here at uh, the Womble household. But, uh, you know, I heard you guys talking about some things, several different things as I was uh, sitting and waiting. Uh, nice to hear some Lady Vols coverage. Nice to nice to hear uh, you guys talk about the Tennessee Lady Vols. And, uh, you know, Columbia, Mo, you, you, you wondered what, what happened to them. And, uh, yeah, there's someone I've I've seen kind of kept an eye on, just watching to see how they were doing because I know they played. I believe it was Pope Prep. I don't know Pope Prep won mm-hmm. that game, uh, but I was just kind of going through their schedule and just kind of looking at who they beat. And I thought Columbia was a really good win for them. Uh, to so to see them not uh, not there was kind of shocking a little bit. 
Their two losses, Zach, are to Pope Prep over there at that um, tournament in Riverdale right before Christmas and to Lebanon, who's beaten everybody except Summit, apparently. <laughs> so, um, and we are, we're really looking forward to that um, District 12 4A with Central Independence, Summit, Ravenwood, and Nolansville. And that I think that Columbia independence game in particular is going to be worth keeping an eye on so but yeah I, I think it's going to be some really good ball and i think they've played really well but you know you get a chance to prove it all at the end of the year so we'll see how it goes that's but, exactly right and i think a lot of coaches will tell you you know rankings right right now don't mean anything and you know basketball is a tournament sport and you know you want to be playing your best basketball then so uh let them figure it out then and try to be getting the polls at, at that point in time absolutely zach womble with us here on um main street sports today mm -hmm. and um zach you you've had a lot of fun watching this undefeated beach buccaneers team um 21 and 0 um impressive that's a big number yeah i mean i was i was going through sumner county history and just kind of trying to look at because you know in our job we want to try to look ahead and, and piece things together and say well you know if they get this win they could get to this number and so you know you're trying to look back and uh, undefeated seasons are hard to come by. And, uh, you know, there's, there's only been one that I've found in Sumner County history to win it all, and that was the Gallatin girls basketball team back in 1987. I saw went, that team. Yeah, when they went 34-0. So uh, that, that was, you know, before I was obviously in Sumner County. Uh, but, you know, it's hard to do, 21-0. Um, and, and they listen, they've beaten some good teams. You know, I, I wrote it down here. You're looking at the Summit team that you guys know, know well on the road. I think anytime you can win on the road, especially a place like that, at Oakland, at at Ravenwood, Bearden, CPA, Pope Prep, Green Hill. I mean, those are just some of the raked wins that they have. Uh, so it's not like they're beating up on these bad teams. And, and while there are some cupcakes in that schedule, if you if you look at, it, I don't want to call anyone out because you know that's just not what we're going to do. But there are certainly some some easy wins in there. But uh, they have certainly been tested, and you know they were tested again Friday night. And you know I obviously didn't see the end of that game. Had family things to take care of, but uh, getting a report from from my guys there, you know, Hendersonville was in that game with two minutes left, and then they got outscored. I think it was by ten uh, by the Bucks. I think it might have been tied like 42-42, something like that, with two minutes left, and uh, weren't able to score again for the rest of the game. Whereas Beach went on a run um, in a game where Eli Rice didn't even score, and some people might tell you that Eli Rice is their best player. Um, but he didn't score. You know, he got in foul trouble early. He had three in the first first half, first two quarters. And so he really never got into a rhythm. Um, but Tyler Moore, their point guard, part of the, the two-headed monsters that transferred in from station camp this offseason for them, uh, re has really stepped up. And he was big for them in that game and kind of helped steer them to a win. Um, but, yeah, 21-0, doing it in several different ways. Uh, anxious to see kind of how they finish out this season because I do think there's some potential ills on their schedule. Now, I think Columbia Academy accounts for one of those 21, and they are ranked number three in Division 2A. Um, so, like you said, Beach has gone out and played some good folks, and, you know, 21-0 and 0 is nothing to sneeze at against air, but certainly against the schedule that they have played against. Yeah, they can score, you know, they can get up and down the floor. They can shoot from distance. I, I had saw something. They were outscoring their opponents by like plus 400 at one point this season, maybe before the Hendersonville game. I'm trying, I'm having a hard time remembering what I wrote down. But, yeah, if you go on their max preps link, it's like they've scored 
1500 some odd points and they're giving up a thousand thousand some odd change so i mean they are just lighting teams up and they can put the ball in the basket and you know when they're hitting i mean i i don't know who all can run with them i, I would still say that brandon miller and the cane ridge ravens are are probably the team to beat because i think that he is the best basketball player in the state and i don't think it's close like uh christian shaw a really good basketball player signed with ETSU. Nothing to sneeze about. Eli Rice is going to end up somewhere. Tyler Moore is going to end up somewhere. Andrew Page. I mean, he's a thousand point scorer in basketball. He's holding Division One offers in football. I mean, they've they are littered with talent. But I just think Brandon Miller is is in a class of his own. That team has been tested so far. You know, they're playing in national tournaments out west in Arkansas. They're they're going up against the cream of the crop in the country, and I think they're going to pay. That's going to pay dividends for them in the future. But um, yeah, I mean, there's beach there. I mean, they're certainly as good as, as their record suggests, I would say. No question there, Zach. I, you know, some of the other things that, that you've seen recently, I think you were, you did get a chance to go out this weekend to see that Pope prep and father Ryan doubleheader. And, uh, I will tell you, you know, speaking of 1000 point scorers, Mary Mackey was, uh, as good as advertised as well. Yeah, she was. You know, she hit two. You know, it, first off, that was a low-scoring game, and and Father yep. Ryan has struggled to score points uh, over the last several games. I think it was like thirty-four points per game, uh, but giving up only twenty-eight. So, I mean, as as stagnant as their offense may be, they're at least locking down on defense and and you know getting wins by scoring middle of the thirties. But uh, you know, she come out and hit two threes in the first half, and um, she had a pure stroke. That's for sure. And, and Father Ryan was kind of behind the eight ball early. Uh, they were missing some shots, and, and Pope Prep kind of hit some shots early and, and, and got out to a lead. Um, but Coach uh, DeMarney, uh Pope Prep's first-year coach from, I believe it's Illinois, uh, she drew up a really good defensive game plan on Mary and, and had a defender stick with her anywhere she went. I mean, on the bench, she was sitting beside her, you know, <laughs> down low. She was guarding her. You know, I mean, she just – she didn't leave her side. And so – uh, they did a really good job of that, and then she didn't get a she actually didn't get a shot the entire third quarter, and didn't get a shot until you know, I think it was two minutes or a minute in the fourth quarter to which she sank. Of course, nothing but the bottom of the net to tie the game at thirty, the game's first tie of the, the contest. But uh, just a really steady shot. Uh, all her teammates have the trust in the world in her, and she's got trust in her teammates, and so I think that's what allowed them to kind of come back because. Mary knew she didn't have to do it all on her own. She could depend on her other teammates, to which they came through for, and they got a they got a steal on the on the road for sure. And an overtime matchup in that boys game was phenomenal. Yeah, that was a really good boys game, and I anticipated it to be so. I mean, Father Ryan and Pope Prep is is a really good rivalry, uh, um, one that you know means a lot to both communities, and you know. Um, <laughs> JP two or excuse me, Pope Prep actually has a transfer, Joseph Bills from Father Ryan, uh, and I was able to talk to him after the game, and um, he said, you know, you want to try to treat it as any other game, but being from there, it certainly means a little bit more. Uh, no hard feelings transferring from there. I think um, maybe it was a family decision, uh, maybe academics wise that maybe Pope Prep offered something something that Father Ryan didn't. Uh, but it, like he said, he still keeps in contact with those guys, but now he's got. Bragging rights because you know he is a senior and you know you get he played really well uh, in that game to which you know Pope Prep they they didn't play great in the first half. Father Ryan came out hitting their shots and and they won the rebound margin by a big big mark and uh, you know they really dominated that in the first half. But 
in the second half, Pope Prep showed what they are and what they could be, which is a team that has really, really good guard play and uh, a big man that is, while he is raw, you know, he is still 6'4", long arms, can rebound, defend, block shots. And so if you just get him in the right place at the right time, keep him on his feet, don't go for the bump fakes, you know, that gives him an inside, inside presence. So um, Pope Prep looked really good in that game in that second half and kind of showed, you know, building off of that NBA win the night before that, you know, they are a team that to be reckoned with. And, and Joseph Bill said it, said it perfectly. He said, you know, when you think of D2 AA basketball, Pope Prep is not the first team that you think about. And uh, we kind of enjoy being that underdog, and we enjoy that mentality, and I think it helps us. And, you know, this is a team that was up by 13 on Innsworth in the third quarter at home uh, last Tuesday. They ultimately ended up losing the game to a team that has a guy that signed with Vanderbilt and Malik Dia. But, um, you know, I think this is a really good basketball team that that could make some noise. I got CPA coming up next week uh, before a couple non-conference games, but um, I really think you can see this Pope Prep team make a run at it. Zach Womble of Main Street Prep. Zach, tell them about Full Court Press. Where can they find your podcast? They want to hear more about Sumner County sports or sports in the Mid-State area. Absolutely. Yeah, you can head on over to Twitter, uh, Full Court Press Podcast, FCP underscore MSP. Like I said, your one-stop shop for all things hoops in Sumner County. Hope you'll give us a listen and a like and uh, subscribe. All right. That's Zach Womble. Thank you, man. We appreciate your time. Of course, guys. Anytime. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk some more hoops, but it'll be college. We move up in the ranks. So stick around. Main Street Sports Today comes back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Festop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our ortho-quick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. 
Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, Mopat, and J.P. Plant on the controls with you here. And, man, what a weekend of college basketball we had. Saturday saw a couple of pretty impressive wins. Not many more impressive than Kentucky. Uh, 38 points over Tennessee. And 107 points in a basket in a college basketball game is tough to do, Mo. But when you only miss like 20 shots in the game, it's it's it gets a little easier. They shot 68 percent from the floor. Did Kentucky? Uh, I think a little over 50 from three point range. And made twenty of twenty one from the charity stripe. Yeah, and I think the the basket looked like a dead gum ocean out there. Well, they shot it well, but I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna check your math just a second. It was only twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Rick Barnes is saying it was bad enough. Let's not make it any worse. But yeah, you know, yeah. Um, as you and I were were texting back and forth after the game on Saturday, you know, it was kind of hard to think that Kentucky was going to lose a game, particularly at Rupp, just hours after the news of the passing of Joby Hall early Saturday morning. So Yeah, that, that, that certainly didn't help matters. That any. didn't help the juju, I don't think, for you yeah. going in there. I mean, um, that – that may have just been a wrong place, wrong time kind of deal as much as anything. But um, but surely take nothing away from Kentucky and the job that they did. Shebway and Tata Washington and, and, and those guys. Uh, you know, sometimes Kentucky is just going to be Kentucky, and you don't really want to be there when that happens. And that kind of looked like it might have been some of the case on, on Saturday. Yeah, I – Honestly, there's just something that's that's going on defensively right now for Tennessee, and this is a really good defensive basketball team for the part. Uh, on uh, I think, you know Tennessee only given up more than seventy points like one other time this year, and they almost gave up seventy in the first half. I mean, it was insanity. <laughs> so, but but that's that just goes to to show you how good this Kentucky team is because sometimes you can't, I mean, you have to, you have to play, you can't play up in their face the whole time because they can get to the paint, get to the rim. They can drive by you. They're just so quick. This is a really good Kentucky basketball team. They didn't look very good to start the season, but they have certainly come on here in the last couple of months. And I'm surprised they're actually not in the top 10 of the AP poll this week, but uh, nonetheless, they are not. Uh, But, a really good job by John Calipari and his staff for to get this team, you know, 
back on track because they certainly look like they, it could have gone the other direction earlier this year. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know if we see how good Kentucky is or if we see how good Kentucky can be because, like you said, they've not really sustained that level of play over a lengthy period of time, I don't think. And I think that's probably what's kind of given folks pause in terms of putting them in the top 10. They come in at 12 in the poll that came out earlier today, moving up from 18. Tennessee fell from 22 to 24 with the loss. Um, yeah. And, and it just seems like as you look across the Southeastern Conference, this is going to happen a lot. I yep. mean, Vanderbilt going down to Athens, JP, get the bell ready, and, and <laughs> picking, up, picking up a 73-66 win down there after going to Arkansas and winning. I mean, what what is Vanderbilt? Sure. Yeah, I mean, you're right. This is, this is just a – and we've said it so many times, this is a wide-open SEC. Now, right now it certainly appears that Auburn is by far the best team in the SEC and probably should be the number one team in the country. Uh, if not for some random guy in Kansas who has them at ninth uh, in his AP ballot. Oh, Lord, so, we're pole shaming now, huh? Well, this is the same guy who left 19-2 and two Auburn out of his AP poll last year completely. Oh, good yeah. Lord. Yeah. So, okay. man, we're not pole shaming anybody except that guy. <laughs> because twice this basically what he does he takes the ken palm ratings and copies them and votes it wow yeah he just copies the ken palm and, and, and sure whatever i mean that if that's what you do then at least you're consistent right so we'll take that but auburn has 11 more first place votes than gonzaga and yet the bulldogs come in at number one so that was a little weird that that, that probably doesn't happen often though the bulldogs come in at number one with four total points more than Auburn. And if you and if you know how the top 25 works, the 25th ranked team gets one point, the first ranked team on your ballot gets 25 points, and then they tally them all up. So if if Auburn gets one more person's vote, probably they're number one. Yeah. Or, you know, if they're in the top five of that guy from Kansas. I can't remember his name. Don't care to. But nonetheless <laughs> If only there were a common opponent between the two to know who might be better, Mo. Alabama went to Seattle, defeated Gonzaga, and Auburn beat Alabama on the road. So I don't know. That's you know, just... we, we've talked though at, at at every level. It seems like head to head is really not it's irrelevant. The the factor that it seems like it should be. In a lot of instances. One would think. Yeah. One would think. Tennessee stayed in at number 24 in the AP poll. I'm a little surprised by that as well. But also, I still think this team is really good. I think they have the potential to be really good. And it, by the time March rolls around, who knows? So, it's interesting to me. Uh, but, but this SEC schedule has continued, like you said, to get <laughs> wild throughout um, throughout the season. It's only going to get crazier because I, I, I truly believe, like you said, Mo, anybody on any given night, uh, I mean, I don't put it past Vanderbilt to take down Tennessee tomorrow. I really don't. No. 
four so, SEC teams in the top 25 and two others receiving votes. So This is going to be a really good SEC basketball season. If you're not watching it, you certainly should be. Um, all right, let's um, let's take a halftime break here, Mo, because I got to, I got a question I need to ask you. So halftime feels let's, pretty uh, good. I'm a little fatigued right now. Uh, no question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a quick break. Uh, halftime, right after this. Stick around. 